All right, guys, we got a good show for you today. Today we have Jared Wolf. He's on the PGA Tour, first golfer ever. Come on, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, so I was I spent all weekend. I was watching the Byron. Uh, you made the cut this weekend. How do you think that uh, event went for you and everything? It was a great week. It was uh, you know it was scores were pretty low and uh, the golf course played relatively uh, pretty easy for three of the four days. Uh, I, I felt like I did pretty good for two of the four days and uh, the other two days kind of got, got lapped, but uh, all in all, after, you know, after a stretch of uh, three or four missed cuts in a row, uh, I, I think it was three cuts in a row I missed. It, it was good to just get that, you know, get that cut in. And then uh, I had a, had a great Sunday to see a bogey free round. I uh, hadn't seen one of those in a while either. Yeah. So it's good to see that. Good to see some results and a lot of birdies. Yeah. So you've had a chance to like compete on the tour this year. Uh, what's that experience been like? And uh, what's like your favorite event you've been to so far? And yeah, it's been, it's been so much fun. You know, they, they really take care of us out here. They do a really good job of, uh, you know, of, of all the perks and amenities that they give us and courtesy cars and the food's been amazing. And uh, my wife gets to uh, drop our daughter off at childcare, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. That's pretty good. And then on top of that, we're playing, you know, really good golf courses. Um, you know, obviously going to Pebble and playing out there was really nice. I was, you know, getting to see that course and Spyglass and uh, Monterey Peninsula. That was awesome. Uh, Torrey was probably my favorite one. Uh, I, I didn't play great there, um, but it was a course like playing it. I, I, I knew like this is a golf course that when I when I usually play well, I'm going to play really well here. That's that's kind of my style. A long golf course that you have to hit the ball well on off the tee, and that's usually my strength. But uh, which, which thankfully that's coming back. Uh, that one I enjoyed a lot. Uh, sea Island, uh, I, I enjoyed that. The RSM, that was a really yeah. fun uh, Also being close to home and having friends and family come up and watch it. That was a lot of fun uh, as well. And then, um, you know, my best finish so far was at Valero, and that was a lot of fun. So birdied uh, 16 three of the days with the big crowd watching. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. The par three uh, made, a, made a couple of bomb putts on 18 to, to get the crowd going. So that that's always a lot of fun too. Yeah, I know it's, it's awesome. Cause like for me as a fan, like watching the PJ tour does such a great job of like showing your guys' life and like everything around it for the career. So it's, uh, it's, it's so awesome to see. Um, so I personally, I feel like golf has become like a lot younger sport. All my friends have, you know, wanted to get in and like play like once a week. And I feel like it's really like happened since COVID. Uh, what do you think's like a big reason for that? And did you notice that at all? Yeah. Like you said that, that that whole season uh it has just made golf you know exponentially bigger and uh you know it's hard to find tee times it's hard to <laughs> hard to find uh, enough of golf equipment in stores and things like that which is a great which is a great thing for for golf and growing the game and everything uh you know i think just the just the fact that the average age on tour you know now is is in the, like 26 or something like that versus what it was 3 or 4 years ago it was in the 30s it's just, you know, the best players in the world, like you know, Scotty Scheffler and, um, you know, all those guys are all in their mid-20s. And that's, yeah. I think that's appealing to the younger crowd instead of seeing, you know, seeing there's somebody, their, their dad's age out there playing and, and uh, you know, pleated high water, you know, khaki pants and a oversized cotton shirt. Now it's, you know, now it's an athletic sport. You know, uh, I'm, I'm seeing a lot more golf hats on younger people walking around just in, in public with that, you know, not around a golf course. So I think it's great. Yeah. So growing up, how, how'd you get into golf and did you play any other like sports growing up? 
Yeah, my dad uh, and my granddad played a lot of golf. And at first, it was just kind of a way for me to hang out with them, you know, and just be with them and uh, and stuff. And then I started taking a liking to it. And then, uh, you know, eventually they, they let me use some of their clubs, some pots, some chips, you know, whatever. And I, I just it just kind of grew into a um, something that I was – something that kind of came natural to me, but also uh, something that I enjoyed doing. And, but I played, you know, I, I wanted to play other sports growing up. I, I wanted to try high school basketball and stuff, but um, I played a lot of church league, a lot of things like that, yeah. you know, playing uh, softball, basketball. Um, you know, I loved playing baseball, played little league for a while. Uh, just things like that. I love playing multi-sport things. It made me, it, it made me miss golf when I wasn't playing it and, and not get burned out. Yeah, no, that's, that's one thing I always talk about in here is like, playing as many sports you can just as you said so you don't get burned out and I think it just helps everything um one thing I I always like to talk about you know everyone's college like experience was different and you know the recruiting process was one thing I've noticed everyone's is different uh can you talk about like what your college recruiting experience was like yeah uh so ours yeah when I was when I was younger we uh we didn't have as many junior tournaments going on we had AJGA and a couple others I mean we had we had a decent amount to get national exposure but uh for myself I I just I wasn't I wasn't that great in high school I thought I was but I I didn't know you know I didn't really know what great golf was and so I was applying to like Wake Forest Arizona State all these big schools when I was when I was younger and then I wanted to go to Louisville uh that's where I grew up so I wanted to go to University of Louisville I was a big fan of it and everything, but, you know, they had all these All-Americans and stuff. And I remember, and I told my coach this so uh, uh, later on, but I remember he was one of the first guys to call me. It was from Murray State. The coach called me, and I, I remember, you know, being nice and cordial and stuff, and I hung up, and yeah. I was like, I'm not going to Murray State. I'm going to, like, I'm going to one of these big schools. And then, you know, I, I, by the end of it, you know, it, Murray was Murray State was a Division One school that, um, you know, I went on a visit and ended up loving it. And, you know, I, I didn't get any offers from the big schools. And in hindsight, I'm – I'm pretty happy with the journey that it, that it was, you know, being able to go to a smaller division one school like that. We, um, you know, we didn't have, for one, we didn't have the pressure on us to perform. We didn't, we weren't out there at, you know, 3 a.m. doing workouts and stuff, but yeah, uh, you know, we were having a good time. We were getting better at golf and uh, that's the best part about golf. You don't have to go to Alabama to get recruited to, to go play, you know, PGA tour golf. You, you earn your way there. Um, but as far as the recruiting process goes, I sent you know, I sent videos and sent resumes out to, to as many colleges as I could, and um, you know just tried to get as much exposure as I could to all these coaches to let them see my swing and um, you know see scoring averages and grades and all those kind of things, and uh, and it ended up working out that Murray was the best offer. Yeah. So for me, like my first year this year is playing college sport. I learned so much. I think it's like I've learned more this year than I have you know, ever, like, in you know, the 14 years I played the sport before, what was one of the biggest things you learned during that time in college? Man, I, I just kind of learned that, you know, I may have been the best in my area as a junior golfer, but there was a thousand other guys just like me that were, or that were better. And I had, I had to figure out how do I get better? How do I, um, you know, how, how do I improve and, and start beating these guys? One, so that I can travel and play. I, I, you know, I don't want to keep sitting at home and, uh, while the, you know, while the other six guys go play each week. And, um, you know, and we didn't, our coach was, uh, our coach wasn't one to teach us how to play any golf, yeah. um, but he provided us, you know, opportunity to do those kind of things. And it was kind of on all of us to go do that, uh, which, which I enjoyed. I, I, I didn't want to have the pressure of the coach telling me how to play their way. 
of golf. Um, so I, I just dug into teachers and things like that that I had to try to get better. But, you know, I, I learned, man, there's so many things I learned playing college sports. But I, I, to me, that's the best way to go through college. That was the most fun. Um, but, you know, you just get that brotherhood of guys and, um, you know, girls I've talked to the same. They've had the same, you know, sisterhood with their friends. And uh, you just you just learn a lot. You learn you learn a lot about how to manage time and manage priorities with your sport. And then you also have class and you also have the assignments and homework and all that kind of stuff. And, and nothing changes when you get out of when you get out of college. The only difference is, is that's your that's how you're going to make a living for the for your life is you're you're going to have to balance so many things. And, and that's that's the best part about playing sports in college. You learn all that. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, so I, I was watching an interview with uh, you that you did once, and I was fascinated by something like you said, and you said good players are going to make it. It just takes a matter of time. So you've been all over. You're on the Corn Ferry, uh, PGA Tour Canada, and then the PGA Tour in Latin America. Uh, what were those experiences like? And, and, like, what did they, like, show you to leading up to, like, where you are now? The process, the process of it was was pretty interesting. Looking back at it, you know, from 2010 when I graduated in college, uh, you know, it was all mini tour stuff. They didn't have Canada and Latin America tied into the PGA Tour. So um, when I got that first year, I got I got out on the Corn Ferry Tours Web.com. Then, you know, I, I was kind of thrown into the wolves. I'd never played against guys like that, and uh, you know, my confidence got shattered pretty quick. And I only made a couple cuts and stuff, but. Um, but, but I knew I wasn't done and, and thankfully they had those other tours and, you know, I went to Canada the year after and made a couple cuts, learned a few more things and, um, and eventually went down to Latin America and found some success there. And, 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 and I think that's, that's kind of a testament to, you know, there's a lot of different routes that everybody can take to get to certain places. Um, you know, there's some guys that go European tour. There's some guys that go, uh, just many tours and Monday qualifiers and things. But for me, I needed to go somewhere that I needed to see some success. And uh, being down in Latin America, I saw that within the first year I was there. And uh, that I think that just was confidence on building on, on top of confidence. And then, you know, learning how to travel, um, learning how to learning how to play golf without all the comforts of getting to the golf course an hour and a half early and stretching and all this other stuff. Like sometimes in Latin America, the Uber didn't show up until 30 minutes before your tea time and you just had to roll up and go. Uh, you know, and that kind of thing. So it, it was, that was a lot of, you know, a lot of good learning there. And, uh, you know, and, and the tra- I think learning how to travel was a huge part of that, playing in other countries and, um, you know, being flexible and things because, you know, the Corn Ferry Tour, our first four or five events each year were all out of the country. So you, you know, and those were the ones you had to perform in real quick to keep your, you know, keep your chances of playing for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. You, you talked about like, adapting and everything you know the tour and i feel like it's a question that people don't ask a lot so like so when COVID hit for you i was wondering how it impacted like players like yourself because you were still trying to get you know a, a tour card and everything and you know and you know i was just wondering how that affected you yeah it was it was a wild it was a wild time obviously it was a wild time for everybody with a lot of for a lot of reasons um but if we're just, just speaking strictly for the job and, and golf it was it was really weird because i had one in, in the bahamas and which basically all but locked up my PGA tour card, uh, you know, with just maybe one or two more decent finishes. And, and then, you know, all of a sudden, you know, I'm at the players on, uh, you know, Tuesday and Wednesday going around to the trucks and all that kind of stuff. And, and then we pack up our car. We're about to drive to Louisiana and we get that, you know, get that email that says, Hey, yeah. we're canceling events and stuff. And, 
And it was like, man, you know, now what? Like at first we thought it was just going to be a couple of events and then it was a couple more and then there was a couple more. And then all the guys were like, you know, man, are we, are we going to reset the points or are we starting over? Like, what does this mean? And it was just, it was just a wild time. And then when we got told, you know, when we come back, it's going to be a mega season. Um, it, it was kind of a good kick in the butt because I, I couldn't, I couldn't rest. I couldn't be, uh, you know, I couldn't be lazy the rest of the year. I had to go and perform or else my win didn't matter. And, uh, know and, and dealing with that pressure of of you're, you're still not you still don't have it locked up yet you still got to go play and you still got to perform and um and, and thankfully you know i got another win that back into that year and then um had a kind of a a slow first half to the 2021 season and then finished it up strong so it it all obviously worked out well but mm-hmm. uh, you know a lot of confusion a lot of patience and um you know, trying to just trying to just figure out how to keep the foot on the pedal for another 20 or 30. Well, at that point, it was another 30 events. Yeah. So you, you talked about, you know, what it mean to you, like getting that PJ tour card and like how many starts does that card guarantee you and everything? It's uh, it, they, they say that it's roughly around 20 starts that everybody gets when we, when we get our tour card, some get more, some get less. Um, and now I've, I've played 16. I think I'm going to get another, probably seven or eight. So, you know, at 20, 23 to 24 events, yeah. uh, which, which is, which is, which is enough to perform. Like, you know, you've got to, they may not be the WGCs and the Bay Hill and Memorial and majors and all that, but you know, we're still playing for the, you know, 500 points each week. We're still playing yeah. for, you know, $9 million purse. And, um, you know, if you play well, like that's what I keep saying. You know, like, like you said in the interview, if you play well, there's nothing they can do to keep you down. Um, you know, and, and even like right now, I'm in 200th on the points, 207th on the points. If I play well to finish the year, there's, there's nothing they can do to keep me out. Yeah. If I, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm interested, like, how do you plan a schedule? Like, what events you play and what events you don't play in a season? Our plan for, for all the guys that come from the Corn Ferry Tour, most of our planning is just what events can we get into uh, with our category. For if people that are listening that don't, that, that uh, to kind of educate a little bit, we, the, the graduates from the Corn Ferry Tour are the bottom of the exempt category on the PGA Tour, meaning, um, you know, in a field that's 133, I think is the number, 133, there's a good chance most of us aren't going to be playing. But when they get to a field of 156, we'll be, we, we'll be playing um, just, just by the sheer numbers of it. And so there's a lot of events that we don't get, even if we want to get into them. Um, so we just kind of have to play the ones we're, you know that, that we're in not a lot of guys in our category take weeks off on purpose they're all they're all um you know basically forced weeks off because we can't get in uh can't get into an event yeah uh finally like, a few questions so like i gotta i gotta think like one of your next goals would be to compete at a major like what do you need to do like to, in your game to get there you think i think it's just getting comfortable with a lot of with, with a lot of it it's um i call it figuring out my formula um, you know, I figured it out on, on Latin tour. I figured it out on corn Ferry tour. And, and that's just, that formula is what do you do on Monday when you get there until Sunday, when you leave and how do you, and, and, and how do you get that formula to equal out to winning? Um, and, and so I'm, I'm figuring that out. And, and part of that is becoming comfortable with the success out on the PGA tour, because that success does come with a lot more, um, you know, reward. It, 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 it's hard sometimes to get that off your mind. And uh, so that's one. Um, my putting's starting to get better again. 
Uh, I've struggled a lot uh, lately. When I say lately, most of the season uh, with the driver off the tee, um, you know, not not equipment wise, just me. Uh, so I'm I'm getting back to playing one shot, playing a nice cut with it, and, and getting everything. And this last week I drove the ball well. Week before I drove it well. Um, so when the driver's going well and the putter's going well, that's usually uh, for me it's going is a good recipe. And I think that's going to help me uh, when it comes time to get into these majors. Yeah. How important is like the mental side of things for you in golf? Oh, huge, big. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's so important. Like. Uh, you know, my, the, the way my physical abilities this whole past week at the uh, Byron Nelson didn't really change, you know, Thursday through Sunday. The only thing that changed was, was kind of my mental expectations of what the day was. Um, you know, Thursday, you kind of go out, you have no expectation because you haven't played yet. You know, you, it's your first day of the first actual competitive day of the week. So, um, you know, I had kind of a no expectation except, you know, I know I'm playing well, I'm hitting well, I'm going to go and try to have a good, you know, mindset of just staying into the moment of what I'm doing. Uh, I have a good Thursday and then Friday comes around and now I'm fighting, you know, I'm fighting thoughts of, well, we, we want to manage it. We don't want to miss it more than this. We don't want to hit, you know, just extra thoughts that don't need to be there. And then, yeah. uh, you know, same on Saturday because, well, all right, cool. Now we made the cut and Saturday it's like, now it's moving day. So, you know, six holes in, I'm not where I want to be. And so I get a little frustrated and then, you know, we roll around to Sunday and now I'm 71st. And I'm like, well, I've got nothing to lose now. I'm just going to go and play golf the way I know how to play and end up shooting seven under. And I'm like, man, like that, it's, it's, it's hard to get yourself into that moment mm-hmm. or into that kind of thinking. But when you do it over and over again, it's a lot easier. And so I'm kind of hoping to get back into that where I have the right mindset going into the day and the right mind frame. And that, that usually takes care of itself. Um, you know, takes care of the score and everything. Not, not exactly the physical ability because we all have it. Um, you know, and we're all we're all capable of winning at the event each week. It's just who's, you know, who's mentally stronger, who's whose putts are falling in, and instead of lipping out. Yeah, no, um, I couldn't agree more. I feel like that's the same thing. Like in tennis and golf, they have a lot of the same similarities because it's like it's us out there doing it ourselves. So that was something I definitely wanted to ask. Um, the last two questions. So I saw. Last week, uh, your daughter like kind of was in your interview. Uh, what's it like having your family there to like watch you play every week? It's really cool, man. It's uh, it's so fun to have them on the road. They they didn't get to go on the road a lot the last couple of years, uh, just because my daughter's mobile now and she's running around, so yeah. it's hard to do that. Uh, but now that now they're on the road, and it's funny, you know, my wife's there. She comes to most of the most of the rounds. Sometimes she she likes to sit in the clubhouse, which I don't blame her uh sometimes i wish yeah. i could just sit in the clubhouse but it's man it's just so much fun and then she does a good job of bringing my daughter out on the last hole and she'll come running out and give me a hug and most of the time that makes me forget about what's just gone on and uh it, it's just, it's a lot of fun because it makes everything kind of normal you know yeah. when we're when we're on the road it makes it it makes it makes it home yeah no that's awesome uh we always finish off with this one so down the line when your career is over how do you want to be remembered you know, that's a man, that's probably the best question anybody's asked me on, on a podcast. So good, good on you for that one. That's a good Thank one. You. Um, you know, without getting too deep, uh, being, being an older guy playing like as a rookie and seeing how quick people forget people's names and their accomplishments um, and how quick people are to kind of throw people under the bus and say that they're just not playing well and that they stop following them. Yeah. 
I think I just want, you know, I want each week, I want the volunteers, I want the staff, I want the security guards, I want the locker room guys. You know, I, I want to be one that when I come back the next year that they're excited to see me, you know, or that, or that I treated the fans well, um, you know, or that, that they could see that I, that, you know, that, that I was just, a, that I wasn't a, you know, a pill to be around, you know, some entitled kind of guy that just says, you know, hey, I, you guys are here for me kind of thing. Um, you know, but as far as career, like statistic wise, you know, I, I'd, I'd love to, I just want some wins, man. You know, I, I'd love to be on the Ryder Cup. I'd love to look back and, and, and be able to tell stories to my kids about, uh, you know, Ryder Cup days and President Cup's days and stuff like that. Like that, that would just be a lot of fun. And, um, you know, building up the accolades isn't going to be huge for me. Uh, like I said, because people forget those so quick. Yeah. Um, stories and the memories and things. I just want, you know, I want people to, to tell fun stories of, of when they got to play with Jared or, um, you know, when they got to see me or follow me around and things like that. Yeah. Well, Jared, I really appreciate you coming on, man. I mean, I grew up watching the Memorial term. I live right next. So I've loved golf and it's, it's been a pleasure. And thank you so much for like doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Well, next year when I get into the Memorial, we'll, uh, we'll hook up and we'll do this again. Yeah. Thank you, man.